Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are beginning a new series entitled The Christ Deception, Lucifer's Most Deadly Lie which may be the most important message that needs to be heralded in this very critical and prophetically charged time in the earth. Lord Jesus warned about deception with the command for us to be on guard against it. He told us by his word that many false Christs and false prophets would arise, deceiving many. And as his words have resonated down through the ages, many false Christs have arisen, just as Jesus prophesied that they would, deceiving multitudes and leading them down the path to destruction. To understand the battleground upon which the greatest deceptions are held, we will go to Isaiah 14 and verses 13 to 14, where Lucifer's rebellious and prideful goal against the God of all creation is recorded. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Lucifer has purposed in his heart to take the place of the Lord God Almighty and to rule in his stead. He intimately knows who the genuine Christ is. He was in charge of the praises that went up before the throne of God in forever worship of him. He understands salvation's plan that mandates that no one can come to the Father but through Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, the creator of heaven and earth and all that it holds. And yet, in his prideful and foolish ignorance, he is determined to take his place and to be worshipped by all. Through the efforts of Lucifer by way of this demonic agenda, he has created many false ways that provide with them a false Christ, with the people who have been deceived and captivated by these impostering counterfeits, not realizing that the Christ that they are believing in and worshiping is really Lucifer. Each false way and false Christ this enemy of God has orchestrated has been leading up to the melding of all demonic impostors into the cosmic Christ, who will manifest into the persona of the final man of lawlessness, the Antichrist. It will be through this tyrannical agent of darkness that Lucifer will finally gain the world's worship that he has longed for, but not for long. Because in the Isaiah 14 passage that we read at the beginning of this message, verse 15 prophesies his final outcome. Nevertheless, you will be thrust down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. Lucifer, also known as Satan, will be thrown into the lake of fire at the end of the millennial reign of Lord Jesus, the true and only Christ and Satan will never rob, kill, or destroy again. 
But until we reach that glorious moment in time, when eternity is launched on the pedestal of the new heavens and the new earth, the battle over souls rages on. And we, as God's holy remnant, are being alerted to contend even more earnestly for the true faith that reveals the one who alone is the truth and the way and the life. Yeshua Jesus, the living word and the great I am. And as we yield in obedience to that sacred mandate, we are going to investigate many of the counterfeits of Satan that preach another Christ. While there are far too many to cover them all here, we will highlight some of the more prominent ones that hold within them the same modus operandi that the enemy uses in all the others. Not only should this exercise more fully equip us in our contending for the truth, but it should also solidify our confidence in our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. It will be a weapon against the taunt of Satan when he assails us with, What makes you think that you have the truth? For others believe that they have it too. So who is right? Let it be established here and now that no man or woman is ever right. Only God's unadulterated word of eternal life truth will stand forever. And by the Holy Spirit in his correct interpretation, his word confirms itself. Line upon line, precept upon precept, a little here and a little there. The whole of Scripture points to Jesus Christ, who is the living Word. He alone has declared that, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me, as confirmed in John fourteen six, with the Holy Spirit bearing witness of him. And as we address the many counterfeits to his word, we will find that although they will usually quote God's word to support their false beliefs, it will always be misconstrued to fit their errors and false belief systems. And it will always, always add to, take away from, or alter the true identity of Jesus Christ, which immediately gives them away as the impostors that they truly are. So as we begin this journey on the path of truth, allow me to lay a foundation with a commentary written for GodQuestions.org where they write, False Christ have come and gone since the first century. They arise when someone claims to be the Messiah or when a branch of Christianity veers from the clear teaching of God's word and tries to define Jesus as other than he is. The apostles dealt with false doctrine in many of their letters to the churches, warning believers about the false Christ and false prophets in their midst. False Christ have continued to make their appearance down through the centuries. Within the last century alone, certain men such as Jim Jones, Sun Mung Moon, and David Koresh have risen to prominence by claiming to be God or his right-hand man. They often started with the Bible, but then seized one verse or idea and built their own theology around it, turning their group into a self-affirming cult. Cult leaders often attract their victims by presenting themselves as Bible-believing Christians. Groups such as the Mormons, the Church of Christ Scientists, the Jehovah Witnesses, 
and I add here, beloved, Roman Catholicism, which I believe is the most deceptive counterfeit of them all. All claim to be Christian, but they all at some point deny either the deity of Jesus or his finished work on the cross as the Son of God or as our only path to forgiveness and eternal life, as confirmed in John 14.6. Closer to home, a proliferation of false Christ has arisen in unexpected places, in Christian church pulpits. When a teaching reinvents Jesus as someone other than who he is, or intentionally minimizes the more difficult truths of his gospel, it presents a false Christ. With a surge of hypergrace teaching and your best life now theology, the glory of Jesus Christ has been minimized in favor of self-worship. Jesus, when mentioned at all, is often presented as merely a ticket to receiving God's blessings. In this generation of biblical illiteracy, many hearers eagerly swallow this man-made version of Christ never challenging the twisted doctor that conceived it. Even when people are given an opportunity to make a decision for Christ, one must wonder to what Christ they are committing themselves to. Second Timothy 4, 3-4 warned us that a time was coming when people would not tolerate sound doctrine. And as the days grow darker and sin escalates, a more palatable Christ becomes attractive to those who love the darkness rather than the light, as evidenced in John 3.19. Second Thessalonians 2.11-12 explains why so many are attracted to false Christ. Verse 10 reveals that they perish because they refuse the love of the truth so as to be saved. When people refuse to love the truth, to love the genuine Jesus, or to love God's holy and unadulterated word of life, God gives them over to their own ideas and their false Christ, none of which have any power to save them. As confirmed in Romans 1, 21-23, we covered some of the modern-day user-friendly counterfeits to the truth, such as progressive Christianity, in past messages, and we will revisit them again as we draw nearer to the end of this teaching series. But for now, we're going to begin our investigation with some of the more well-known false religions that are vying for men's souls with their main focus on converting professing Christians to join their ranks. We will start with Islam, and will then segue from there to Chrislam, which is a joint effort to consolidate Christianity with Islam, based on the cunning proposal of love of God and the love of one's neighbor, even though Christianity is in opposition to Islam, as much as light is to darkness. So let's take a look at some of Islam's false beliefs and where they all came from. Islam is the second largest religion in the world. As of 2023, there are more than 2 billion Muslims in the world, making them the second largest religion, exceeded only by Christianity. We learn that a man by the name of Muhammad is the founder of Islam. He was born in AD 570 in a city located in the Western Arabian Peninsula. 
right out of the gate, beloved, we learn that Muhammad was born 600 years after the birth of Lord Jesus, the true Christ, the Son of God and the living word of truth, who stepped down from his deity and became flesh in order to ransom mankind from the penalty of sin's death. The scriptural support for this truth is found in the book of John in chapter 1 and verses 1 to 5 and verse 14, where it is written and forever settled in heaven. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. And on that majestic and solid foundation of eternal life certainty in Jesus Christ the Lord alone, we will have to pause for today, beloved. In our next segment, we will continue with our exposition on Islam and how its holy book, the Quran, which was composed by Muhammad, is a compilation of stolen scriptures from the Bible, which have been twisted and altered to support the false claims of Islam whose God is Allah, the real moon god of pagan antiquity. Until then, I leave you with the words of Jesus in John eight thirty one to 32 If you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www dot agape light ministries dot com.